Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome back, everyone, to Call Waiting. It's me, your friend, Robin Shaw. How are you? I am good. Mercury is in retrograde. I know some of you are rolling your eyes at me, but let me just tell you, it's a thing. I don't know what it is, but it's a thing, and I'm feeling it. But I'm so excited for today's topic, because if there's ever time to feel unbalanced, this is the topic. What's the topic, you ask? Oh, my God, my family's so embarrassing. So, This is what we're going to do today. I'm going to tell you about a family member that embarrasses me, and then maybe we'll let him (laughs) talk. We'll see. And then I'm going to open up the lines. I told you guys to call in with things that your family's done to embarrass you, and we will hear what the people have to say. Also, you can always find out the topic each week by following me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. That's where I always say the topic, and then you can call in. Also, just want to give an update. My show in Atlanta is sold out and the early show in Seattle is sold out. But there's still tickets left for Detroit, Toronto, Seattle, Late Show, Vancouver, San Diego, Phoenix, and New York City. So if you want to come see me live, it's such a good show. It's so fun. You just go to robinshaw.com. Okay, now Every single family member of mine is embarrassing. <laughs> like I feel like I could just, I could, this could have been a solo podcast and I could have just gone on and on. I could tell you how my mom, when I first went viral, was trying to be supportive and liking every single comment under my videos, uh, not reading the comments. She liked someone calling me like an ugly hoe. And I saw someone write, uh, someone wrote, Robin, you're an ugly hoe. And then I checked to see who the one like was and it was my mom. And I had a caller being like, you think I'm an ugly hoe? And she's like, I'm just trying to be supportive, Robin. I'm just liking everyone's comments. I don't have time to read everything. So now she has the rule where she has to read the comments before she can like it. So she could sometimes embarrass me. My dad is the type of dad, well, he always has food on his face. Like, if you ever go out to eat with him, the food is on his face. It's on its lap. It's like going out with a toddler. Also, one time in eighth grade, my friend Jill was sleeping over, and my dad walks into the living room, and my friend Jill was like, Robin, your dad is wearing my jeans. My, my dad, if there's clothes laying around, he just puts it on. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. So I'm always constantly embarrassed by my parents. 
But since security, you guys know well, I figured we would go down the rabbit hole of security embarrassment. Now, security works with me, right? So he's with me all the time. Not only that, he really does help me with my career. It may look like he's a mess, and he is, but he does help me. (laughs) But he does help me a lot. So what happens is when someone compliments me, he forgets that they don't know that he does so much of the work behind the scenes. So a lot of times a fan will come up to me and they'll be like, oh my God, Robin, I love you. And then security will go, thank you. But he's not, it's not like he's being an asshole. He, it's like a, a, it's like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Security? <laughs> yeah, you could talk. It's, 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 it's a, a reflex. It's a reflex. Thank you. That's the word I was, is it hard for you to chime in for when I'm talking shit about you? <laughs> <laughs> Stay right where you are in case I need more help on this story. Okay. So one time I'm performing, where was this? In Pennsylvania? Yeah, Pennsylvania. I get off stage and they had like a bar area. And so I'm sitting there, I'm having a drink after the show. And, and you did a great job at that show. <laughs> a great you. job. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I do have a good, do a good job. I'm sitting at the bar and this couple comes over and security's standing right next to me. And they're like, I just want to say you did a great job. <laughs> and security goes, thank you. And then they look at security. By the way, security is standing like a foot away. So it doesn't even look like he's with me. But also remember, this is pre going viral. So no one really even knew who I, I know, was. You I just was some like stranger. A, you just look like a creep lurking. And then they were like, <laughs> they gave him like a nasty look. Like, who is this guy? And they're like, no, really, your content, it's just like so creative. And he's like, no, thank you. <laughs> I keep looking at it. And I wanted to be like, that's my brother. But like, I didn't even want to get into it because I didn't want to explain why this weirdo was taking compliments <laughs> from me. Um, I mean, I feel like there's more. Like, you always have holes in your sock. Well, that's not my fault. Why is that not your fault? We were at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, multiple times. Actually, just recently, so my grandfather fought in World War II. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and um, he had he saved a bullet from war, okay? And he had given it to secure. Oh no! When he, when when my grandparents died, one of the things security wanted was this bullet that my mm-hmm. my right. And I guess he put it in his book bag. Well, fast forward seven years later, security is still using the same raggedy book bag. Okay, we're going through security, and they pulled him aside. He had the bullet in the lining of the book bag. I had no idea. It was there for years. I forgot about it, and it was and not, still not, in there. Not like a little bullet, guys. I'm talking about a bullet the size of... It had to have been like four inches? Yeah, it's like a bullet for one of those old school... Like a musk from a musket. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say my grandfather was in World War II? We met one. <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> He fought with the dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so they had like to do a full surge on security and they made him take off his sneakers again. <laughs> Literally all 10 toes are out of his socks. Okay. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. But that's why I like that we're, 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 we're TSA pre-checked so I don't have to take off my shoes anymore. I know. But like every time, didn't you do a speed dating where it was like yoga speed dating? Yes. They made you take yes. off your shoes and you had. So I didn't up. even know it was yoga speed dating. <laughs> And I had to go and take off my shoes, and I had a my full toe was like sticking out. And I've bought you socks after that, and you yes. still—is it that you're making new holes? I think so. Oh my gosh, you're so embarrassing. Do I do anything to embarrass you? Nothing. I can. You just don't want to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> I know no, I one can... thing I did that embarrassed you. What? Okay. <laughs> 
So I was making a video where I was dressed up as Kim Kardashian. Oh. <laughs> as she went to the Met Gala, like when she, this is like two years ago when she was covered in head to toe, like black, oh. even her face. And so I had security follow me around Manhattan filming me, even in the subway. So he's filming me in the subway. Someone takes a picture of this and sends it to the Instagram account Subway Creatures, which has like a million followers. Um, and they posted, ha ha ha, someone's dressing up as Kim Kardashian. But the thing is, security, it was a, I look great, but it was secure, a it was profile a, shot. It was a profile picture of me. <laughs> also at your heaviest. At my heaviest. And it wasn't a flattering no, shot. No, it was though. not a flattering shot. <laughs> and so he calls me all upset. He's like, Subway Creatures posted this picture. I look disgusting. I look a gajillion pounds. I'm like, security, first off, remember, they didn't even tag me. They don't know who it is. Don't worry. And then Kim Kardashian with... 300 million followers <laughs> post that picture from Subway Creatures and writes, who are these people? <laughs> Someone let me know. I need to know. This is so funny. One so, quarter of a billion people. <laughs> start messaging Kim Kardashian saying, that's Robin Scholl and her brother. <laughs> <laughs> and this is after me calming security down. Be like, no one's going to see this picture. It's only on Subway Creatures. It was only in their Insta story. It wasn't even on their wall. I was convinced it would just go away and no one would ever yeah. see it. But then Kim Kardashian was like, no, what? not only am I going to post this, I'm going to make sure every person says who it is. <laughs> okay. Right. That was an embarrassing <laughs> Moment. I apologize. Um, all right. I say we open up the lines. I know everyone has such good stories. Okay, Robin, we got Sarah on the line. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Okay. So today's topic is, oh my God, my family's so embarrassing. So what do you have for us? Okay. So it goes back a couple years. Well, a lot of years at this point. Um, started in 2007. My sister was supposed to get married. Um, the day before the wedding, she called it off, said she wasn't sure if she wanted to go through with it. We all, like, you know, canceled everything that we were doing, sat there with her, tried to get her to figure out her life. The day of the wedding, she decides to put it back on. So we have family all over the country, so everyone's coming for this wedding. And mind you, we have to keep telling them it's off, it's on, whatever. We're at her house getting ready for the wedding. The entire time she's crying. So not really understanding why she's crying. If she's supposed to be getting married, but whatever. We're at her house. All of a sudden she runs downstairs. I hear a man's voice yelling and screaming and banging. So I go downstairs to make sure everything's okay. And I see a guy that I saw previously at my parents' house out in a car in, the, in front of the house. And she had told me it was her friend's boyfriend that didn't have a license. So she was driving into the shore to meet her friend. So as I'm listening, I find out that she's been sleeping with this man that's at the door now for the past four months. And he thinks she called off her wedding already. And now he wants her to call it off for real. And if she doesn't, he's going to go to the ceremony, expose pictures, tell everyone what she's really been doing. So the wedding definitely gets called off. Oh my gosh. Oh, it gets better. She calls off the wedding, has to tell all the family that's all over. Then she ends up staying with the guy that she was cheating with. Um, his name is Dan. So she's been with Dan since 2007. 
w- where's her fiance during all of this? Oh, he, he left her. He said, I want that to, she, she told him the truth. She told him I was been cheating on you. He said, pack your stuff, get out of my place. I on the day to- of the wedding? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So everyone in the family knows that this is what she's done because how do you hide that? You've got to explain why you're calling it off after you put it back on. Right. So the entire family knows. Then fast forward to this year, I want to say in the beginning of February, she gets exposed that she has been living a triple life for the past four years. Not only does she have Dan, the guy that she originally cheated with and has been with since the non-wedding, she now has this other guy, John, that she's been in a relationship with for four years, and nobody in the family knows anything about it. So I can't even get one guy. How does your sister have seven husbands? <laughs> I can't get a date for this weekend. I'm literally on hinge 24-7 trying to find a date. Your sister has three fiancés? I question the same thing because I don't have a man either. <laughs> okay, so so she's with Dan. She's with John. So she's with both of these guys currently. Yeah. Well, no, they all left her once they found out about each other because it all came out recently. But I, I mean, I don't feel bad for Dan, right? Because, you know, you a, a lot of times you lose them the way right. you get them. Oh, my so gosh. Now, yeah, so... Mind you, my mother didn't want to tell any of the family because she felt like it was wrong to out her for what's going on. Right. So my other sister, who's the oldest, decided to tell the family. (laughs) (laughs) Always count on siblings. (laughs) So, yeah, so her life got flipped upside down and she repeated the whole cycle all over again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is crazy. Yes, so when we get together, this is what we talk about. Oh my god! So, so is she? It's so right now. She's with nobody that we know of. I mean, there could be another person. That is crazy. That is so. Are you close with this sister? Not that we used to be closer, but when this all happened, like it just it upset me because to me, I have a son, and he looks to Dan as his uncle, right? And you know, that's the only real uncle he's ever had and he's 13. So now all of a sudden this guy that's been in his life since he was, he was born is now like distant from all of us. And I get why he is, but you know, my kid's the one that's affected by it as well. Right. Yeah. No, when people do, they don't realize that there's a whole ripple effect. This isn't, this is insane. I wish there, I wish, um, I had a talk show cause then I would have all of these people on the show. <laughs> I know I, have, I know I have this podcast where we talk shit about all these people, but I want all of them in a room. I want the original fiance. I want your sister. I want Dan. I want John. I want them to battle it out. And then right before the commercial, we'll bring on your son. He'll be like, aunt, blah, blah, whatever your sister's name is. Why you do that? Oh my God. The ratings would be so good. I see it now. They really would. So my, <laughs> the normal sister, well, the normal earth sister, yeah. um, we actually have tickets to see you in November. Amazing. We're so excited to come see you. Oh, I'm, it's going to be such a good show. Well, thank you so much for one, getting tickets to the show because I'm telling you this, it, the, she's talking about the New York City Town Hall show, guys. It's going to be so epic. I have so many surprise plans. You're going to freaking love it. But also, thank you for coming on Call Waiting and sharing the story because that was truly epic. You're welcome. <laughs> and I listen to you every week because uh, I'm such a huge fan. So 
Uh, we'll see you in November. I'm looking forward to it. I will see you in November. All right. Bye. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wait, that was insane. I know how you were you were talking about, you know, I don't have the I don't have boyfriends, you know. Yeah. She, but I'm just going, these type of people, how do they find the time in the day? With 35 hours. With 10 a.m. gangbang guy, because remember he had multiple really he was in non-monogamy. Yes. And I that's what my always my first question. Like, how do you have time to seal or money? See, with this woman, I'm sure it's easier for a woman because you don't spend money. But if you're a guy with multiple girlfriends, isn't it's, that expensive? Uh, yes, and, and the time like I said 35 hours in a day. <laughs> how do they do it? I don't <laughs> get it. Literally speaking to one person for five minutes gives me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take another call. Okay, Robin, we got Kylie on the line. Hi, Kylie. Hi, Robin. Thank you for coming on call waiting. Okay, today's topic is, oh my God, my family's so embarrassing. So paint us a picture. What do you got? Okay, so at my college graduation party at my parents' house, like, like 10 some years ago, my niece and my nephew, who were like five and six at the time, I want to say, they were sitting on like a hammock and my nephew accidentally knocked my niece off of it. She didn't get hurt or anything, but I think she probably cried. But my sister, who is my niece's mom, saw what happened and she got mad at my nephew, who was like five years old, and she flipped him off of it, which my brother saw, who's my nephew's dad, and obviously he got mad. My sister was like a little bit of a... A hothead, obviously. So uh, my brother, I think, was like cussing at her. This is in front of like everyone in my backyard, cussing at her and yelling at her. And then she decided to just hit him. She just took a swing at him and hit him in the face a few times. And he actually didn't hit back, which I was surprised about because he's not the best person in the world. But yeah, it was. And this is in front of everybody at your party. Yes, everyone in my backyard. Like my parents were sitting right there. They're very nonchalant. They didn't even. Get up, and then there was my dad's friend on crutches who just had surgery, like trying to get out of the way of the fight. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, I had a similar, like, well, not me and my brothers, but at my, not security, I have another brother at his bar mitzvah. My mom has two sisters, and at the apartments where the two sisters started fighting, like, hardcore in front of, like, and, like, vulgar language, like, you fucking bitch, da-da-da, right? In front of all these 13-year-olds. Oh 
So I get it. I get it. When when siblings start fighting, no one holds back, you know, because it's your sibling. Yeah. So you go full force and like you don't even care that people are watching because I think when it comes to siblings from an early age, we've been fighting. So we forget that this isn't like appropriate behavior in front of other people. True. Oh my God. So I know how embarrassed my mom was. So I, I can feel your pain. Yes. I think my face was bright red. Oh my gosh. Only siblings. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on call waiting. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. All right. Bye. Oh my God. Do you remember that fight between our I've forgotten it now for good 20 years yeah. and you just broke up and I remember mom how <laughs> and you know what's so she funny was. she's watching this. she's probably listening to this podcast and just turned this off yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> triggered <laughs> um, you and I don't really fight no and you and uh, CIA our no. other brother don't fight no I mean, we don't fight no. not like I feel like the only time we fight is I'll say I'll take a joke too far and you'll go enough yeah, and that, and then I'll go. I'm sorry. Yeah, because that, that's it. <laughs> and same with CIA. CIA will say something to you, and you'll go enough. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the extent of our fighting. Yeah, but but it's never like the other way. You never pick on me or, or no, CIA. No, no, I'm, I'm no. <laughs> it's the middle child thing. Thank you. I put to another call. Okay, Robin, we got Amy on the line. Hi, Amy. Hi, Robin. Welcome to call waiting. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so today's topic is, oh my God, my family's so embarrassing. So what do you have for us? Yeah, they are. They really so, are. There are several stories, but I'll just pick one. Okay. <laughs> so I would say it was probably third grade, and it was the night before school pictures, and I was like, hey, mom, can you cut my hair? She's like, no. So I was like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> so I tried to cut the front of my hair, and I like butchered it and gave myself a mullet. Oh, gosh. So, you know, it's third grade, you're missing teeth, got a mullet, <laughs> great school picture. Then my brother, he's a comedian like you, thinks he's funny, and he orders like 50 buttons with this hideous picture on it, and he gives them out of his shows, and people oh wear God. them and post them on Instagram and Facebook. And they like, hashtag Amy mullet buttons. And I'm oh, like, oh, my, my God. God. The crazy thing is I didn't even know he did the buttons. And he was ordering more stickers. So it came from the company, like a box came. Yeah. So I opened it thinking it was his stickers. And then there, I see these mullet buttons. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and so I was obviously upset for a while. And then after like maybe a week, I was like, okay, this is actually pretty funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, it's extremely embarrassing and hilarious on his yeah, part. Like, like I can see both. Ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we yeah. ever meet, can I please have a button? Yes, actually, if you still have the same P.O. box, I had asked your brother for your P.O. box address before, and I'm going to randomly mail you one. <laughs> And actually, we don't have it because I've got to pay it once and then they closed yeah. it and then I never reopened it. But well, if I open up a, another one. Okay. Or maybe I'll just give you security's address. And then yeah. Yeah. Whatever. A shitload of buttons. We'll send you some. As you can see, he's on a fifth floor walk up. The more, the, be the better. Um, oh, that's right. so good. Well, I, I I understand that was embarrassing, but hilarious from your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you for coming on call waiting and sharing the story. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Bye. 
another memory unlocked. What? Okay. So at Greenacres Mall, that was the mall we went to as a kid. So there used to be a booth where you could take a picture and they'd put it on a mug or a plate or a t-shirt. Do you remember? I remember I got it like I took a picture. I was with my girlfriend. I was like 13. Now I was not a cute 13 year old guys. I had really frizzy hair. <laughs> I just like was not a cute 13 year old. I took a picture. It came out so ugly, but whatever. I got a t-shirt with my face on it. I don't know why. Anyway, my mom's going to the mall a couple weeks later. She's walking by this booth and she sees a mug with my face on it. Like after I took that picture, they used my face, put it on a mug as like to use as a Display. display of other things to get. So my mom goes, oh my God, that's my daughter. And they're like, oh. She's like, can I have that mug and five more with that picture? And they're like, okay. So then she buys that and the mug. They thought this was like such a great picture because my mom just bought like six mugs they put another one up of me so when i went back to the mall and then i saw it i was like oh my god this is so embarrassing so then i bought the mugs i wanted it down because i was so ugly and did not want this up and then every time i went back they had it so i stopped buying it did mom tell them that it was the, her daughter or just i think so. i actually don't know but what i do know <laughs> is because of mom they thought this was such a great sale and that they wouldn't take it down <laughs> And so for like years, this hideous picture I, I know, of mine. Because it was it was in our kitchen. I know the mug. The mug it was uh, in our kitchen. Uh, oh, I know. No, mugs. Mugs, yeah. <laughs> and anytime anyone came over, that's what she would use to give people mm -hmm. their tea. But there was also, but not only was there one in the cabin, there was one on display in, in the kitchen. I, I, security, by the window. I know. You know. <laughs> Because I would always take it away, and then she'd grab another one and put it there. You're talking about right up by the plans. Yes, exactly. Oh, I know. This is why I'm in therapy. All right, let's do another call. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, Robin, we got Grace on the phone. Hi, Grace. Hi, Robin. It's so good to talk to you. I am so excited to talk to you. Welcome to Call Waiting. Oh, my gosh. I'm Every week, you're like, here's my topics, and I always think of things to call, and I've never put in for it, but this one just made me chuckle, and I have to say, hey, I have a story. So I'm, like, really excited to hear it. So today's topic is, <laughs> oh, my God, my family's so embarrassing. So what do you have? So uh, just a 30 second, I am a 54 year old grown woman okay. <laughs> so, um, and this is still, you know, somewhat traumatic. And I tell people to this age and everybody reacts the same way, like shock. So when I was 16 years old, me and my best friend, we met these two guys seriously at a roller skating rink. 
Okay. Um, I've been there, done that. <laughs> yes. So, well, you're 16. So, when you're 16, that's what you do on a Friday night. So, it was Frank and Tony, and Frank was the guy I liked. Blah, blah. They asked each of us out to go, like, on a real date. Like, these guys were, like, I think they were 19 or close to 20. So, they were a little older than us. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so... I had never been on like a real date where somebody actually like came to my house and met my mom and, you know, came into the apartment and picked me up or whatever, you know? So this was like the first time this was happening. And I was honest, like I was going to lie to mom and just be like, I'm going to a friend's house, but I was like honest and told her, you know, yeah. we met these guys and they want to take us out to dinner. We're just going to the diner, no big deal. And he, <laughs> I should also preface that, the hair, the mustache, the gold chain. Yeah, I got, I got the visual. I mean, <laughs> the like Jersey Shore type, yeah. Like textbook. And this guy walks in the apartment and he sits down and my mother's like asking him questions. Where is he from and whatever and what does he do for a living and whatnot. And then we're getting ready to leave and I went inside my room to get my jacket. And I'm walking out and I hear my mom say to him, well, it was very nice to meet you. Now, remember, she has a curfew, and she needs to be home by 11 o'clock. And he said, of course. And then my mother proceeds to say to him, God, okay, my mother proceeds to say to him, she stands up, and she points at his, you know, his his hot dog his hot dog yes he points down at his hot dog in the tight average jeans and says to him now my daughter is only 16 years old I don't care how old you are you keep that thing in your (laughs) pants because if I find out it came out of your pants you will no longer have one do we understand each other and I'm like standing there like, I seriously right now, like I'm getting all hot and sweaty to tell me the story all over again. I swear to God, I'm like, I'm like fanning myself. Like it was the most uncomfortable, most embarrassing thing ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Needless to say, we went on one date and that was the end of that. <laughs> He's like, you know what? You can just keep your daughter. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I mean, like. I, it was it was the worst, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And I just I'm looking at her, and I'm mortified. And I was just like, "I'm like, yeah, what are you doing?" And she's like, "I don't want him to think that he's gonna do anything in that car of his. I saw that car he drove up here in, and I'm just like, oh my god. I'm like, we're going to the diner with his cousin and Jody. I'm like, like you know, Jody, he's my best friend. I'm like, Okay, but you know what? Was- I'm not, look, I aside with you, that is humiliating. But I was 16 years old once, and I did double dates to the diner. And hot dogs sometimes pop out. So let me just say, you know, your mother wasn't completely wrong for giving him a little scare. I, I, you know, looking back, I can agree on it. And, you know, little did my mother know that, you know, I had seen... A few hot dogs. At that point. <laughs> like, like, little did my mom know I was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, not quite all the way, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I know moms are. It's funny because a lot of times it's dads too. Dads are usually really protective, but I love that it came from your mom. 
I was only 16. The hot dog never officially made it all the way into the bun okay. at 16. But, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, but still, I was just, it was just the most, and even like I said, to this day, if I tell people the story, they all look at me, and I've told this story again over the years, and my mother sits there, and she's like, and I meant it, and I would have like, oh my God, she gets like all riled up <laughs> all over again. You know what? It's funny. Very embarrassing. I think your mom did a great job. Y'all, thank you. Um, thanks for, you know, letting me tell my story. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on Call Waiting. I love it. And I, I love you. And I can't wait to see you at Town Hall. Uh, I love you. I can't wait to see you at Town Hall. It's going to be such a fun night. Okay, bye. Um, uh, you know what? It makes me sad, guys. My family had no faith that I was hooking up with anyone. No one gave me any talk. <laughs> like my parents, like no one's like, I could have been gone out, going out with like 10 guys. And my parents are like, all right, bye. <laughs> like no curfew. No, everyone just had like, especially because both my brothers were so well behaved. So my, when I came along, my parents just like, let me do whatever I want. But when it came to like dating, they just assumed no one wanted me. <laughs> I had no rules. I love how many people are coming to Town Hall show. Very exciting. Because the Town Hall is for the New York Comedy Festival. It's a 1,500-seat theater. It's the biggest theater for me, like my own show headlining. Like I did a 4,000-seat theater, but that I was only doing like 10 minutes. It was for the Leslie Jordan tribute show. But this is my first time doing a headlining show in a theater this big, and I'm so excited, and I can't wait. Once it's over, I have to tell you all these little surprises that I have planned, but I have to, I can't keep a secret, so don't ask me about it. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do another call. Okay, Robin, we got Brittany on the line. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Robin. I am so excited you called into call waiting. Today's topic is, oh my God, my family's so embarrassing. So what do you have for us? Yes. Okay. Oh my goodness. I wasn't nervous until right now. Oh my God. Don't, okay. be, don't be nervous. It's me and security. <laughs> I know, right? Like we're besties. We just like talk every day. You spoke to him and then he handed me the phone. There is no, there's, there's no fanciness Ow. here. There's nothing. <laughs> Okay, so before I tell the story, I have to give a little bit of context, and it's going to be a little serious, but I promise it'll get funny. Is that okay? Okay. Yes, let's hear. Okay, so um, this, is, this is a story about my mom's fake boobs after she had a mastectomy, okay? Okay. So my mom had um, breast cancer from the time I was in third grade um, until I was about 15 years old. She actually passed away when I was 15, but one of the ways that me and my siblings like honor and remember my mom so fondly is the she was just such a jokester, really. Um, and her whole time that she was, she really took it with so much levity. And she's just like, she's one of those beautiful humans, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm so thankful for that. Like, I feel like I learned a ton about how to respond to things that are challenging from her. So that's context. And this story about the time she embarrassed me and my siblings in front of my friends, and it has to do with her fake boobs that she wore after her mastectomy. Okay, okay. ready to hear it? Yes. <laughs> okay, so growing up, uh, we had a pool, and so summers were like the most magical, and we would just be outside all day in the pool, and we always, me and my siblings would always joke, like just praying that my mom would come out and be like, I don't feel like cooking, let's go get some fast food, you know, just like mm -hmm. the most magical summer day. And so this one day, my, my mom, she just did, she did just that. She came out and she was like, I don't feel like cooking. Let's 
I got some fast food. We're like, yeah. And me and my sister both had some friends over. So all loaded into the car. She pulls up, orders at the, at the, you know, speaker or whatever, and pulls up to the window. And you know how, like, when you pull up to the drive-thru window, sometimes there's, like, a curb and some you just, like, pull close enough. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> she pulled up, and instead of, like, backing up and trying to get closer, she didn't pull up close enough. And so instead of readjusting, she literally, like, the whole top half of her body was out the window. And she leans to get the food, and her... Big boob, chicken cutlet. That's what we called it. You know, they look like chicken cutlet. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it falls on the ground. Oh, God. As the man is giving her the food. And she's just like looking at this man in the eye, smiling, <laughs> so polite. Me and my sister and our friends are losing it in the car. We're like, her kid is on the ground. Her kid only is on the ground because she was in her swimsuit. And, you know, not all swimsuits have like a little pocket, you know, for like yeah. the, the boob padding. <laughs> Right yeah. after you would tuck the cutlet, but there was no place to tuck the cutlet. And then, then Robin, it was like this awkward. We're we're too far away to roll down the window and reach, but we're too close to like open the door. So she had to like forward to get out to get at the boob. Oh, the people behind us were like, "What is this woman doing?" Did she end up getting the boob? Oh yeah, she had to get the boob. Are you kidding me? They were like high quality cutlet dropping. It was. Oh my you god! Have to this day. Okay, well, so you know, you know how it. they have those cutlets, like that, exactly like that, but like not the fancy ones that you could just get at like CVS or whatever, so that you don't have to wear yeah. a bra or like it'll just perk you up if you know whatever. So I yeah, had, I was wearing one. those, and I was hooked. I went home with this guy, and I went to the bathroom, and I took them off, and I put it in between his like toilet and his sink because I didn't no. want when he took off my shirt to see them. <laughs> You know, that's like I was getting help. So then I left there. I go hook up and then I go home. Like I forget about the chicken cutlets. And then I remember like the next day or two days later, he took a picture. He's like, are these yours? And I'm like, oh, I've never oh. seen them before. <laughs> like I just acted like I had no clue. Sometimes, see, your mom's your mom's chicken cutlets were expensive. Mine was not worth my dignity. I said, just we're going to pretend like these are not my chicken cutlets. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's so embarrassing, but so funny. I'm so happy that you learned through your mom how comedy is so not only healing, but like a tool to get through hard times, because that's exactly what my parents did for me. And so I know the value in that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening. No, I love it. I love it. And even just hearing this story, I am I'm in love with your mom just from hearing this. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on Call Waiting. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
you know, it really is important how, like, the way you use comedy, how she was saying her mom instilled mm-hmm. that in her. So the other day I did a video on Instagram and TikTok about how the last time I saw my grandma, I, both of my grandmas died during the pandemic, but one of them had cancer and I went to go visit her. And the way she was laying, her vagina was just, like, out in the open. <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to tell her because she had cancer. And she was, like, aching. She was in a position that felt good. And the blanket was on her top part, but not her bottom part. So instead of telling her her vagina was out, it was just me in her apartment. So I just talked to her for two hours with like her vagina staring me in the face, you know? But I didn't think, you know, whatever. So anyway, I, I did an Instagram telling this because it's so funny. And everyone understood that it was funny. Except there was one comment being like, I don't think your grandma would find it very funny that on her deathbed her vagina was out and now you're sharing it with millions of people. And I don't, security doesn't let me respond to negative no. comments. Like sometimes I'm like, can I just write this? And security's like, no, we don't stoop down to people's level. But on this podcast, we can. So let me tell you what I wanted to write. I wanted to write exactly what that this caller was just saying is that, no, my grandma would find that so funny that the last moment with her isn't me being sad, remembering her sad. It's her, me remembering her vagina. <laughs> No, let's do one more call. Okay. Okay, Robin, we got Janessa on the line. Hi, Janessa. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. That's such a pretty name. Thank you. Got it for my birthday. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I, I, I got hairiness and laziness for my birthday. I was three weeks late. Okay. Anyway, today's topic is, oh my God, my family's so embarrassing. What do you have for us? <laughs> So let me take you back to 2001 when I was 14 in eighth grade and I had a crush on a boy, bleach blonde, spiky hair on the swim team. His name was Jason. And I asked, I got the courage to ask him out and he made me wait three days before rejecting me and ultimately dating my friend as you do. Mm -hmm. So then fast forward to that summer. And I live in Michigan. In Michigan, as long as you've taken driver's training at 14 and nine months, you're able to get your driver's permit. So my dad, myself, and my best friend went to go get my driver's permit. And as I'm filling out the paperwork, my best friend's like, oh my gosh, look who just walked in. And there's Jason and his mom doing the same thing. This location was not near either of our houses. So it was very weird. Mm -hmm. So my dad is nosy and he's like, ooh, who's this? And my friend proceeds to tell him how I asked him out and he rejected me. So I'm doing my vision test and Jason and his mom are now at the window next to us. And my six foot one large father sidles up to Jason. And he looks down at him and says, so, you didn't want to date my daughter, huh? Oh, my God. And and this kid, trying not to prove himself, looked at at me, looked at my dad and was like, uh, no. Yeah. So, then, first day of ninth grade, that was a fun conversation to have with Jason. I'm like... My dad made you poop yourself. Um, <laughs> he really wouldn't hurt you. This is awkward. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is yeah. such a dad thing to do. Uh huh. Yeah, and unfortunately, 
I was sort of used to it by then. It was really more embarrassing for Jason than it was for me, but I, it was not an ideal scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, like I've learned now, now later in life, I don't care. But I remember if I told my mom that I had a crush on someone, she would tell everyone. Like my mom was like the town gossip. So let's say I had a crush on, you know, someone named Andrew, right? She would tell all of her girlfriends who live in the city who had kids my age. Oh, you know, Robin has a crush on Andrew. So that's when I learned I could only tell my mother secrets that I wanted the whole world to know. Now as an adult, I, I don't care. And we've gotten to a point where she knows what not to tell people. But like parents don't care. If you tell them they have a, you have a crush on someone, then it's it's all free game for them. Yep. Yeah. And of course it was Kaylee. I tried to just like say, don't worry about it, dad. It's nothing. And then my friend over there is like, let me tell you all the details. <laughs> so it's really uh, the friend's fault. <laughs> It really is. And also well, my dad for being and your dad. Poor, poor Jason. <laughs> Although, you know what? Fuck Jason. He took three days to respond. Exactly. And then went out with my friend. This is what he said to me when he rejected me. I value our friendship so much. Oh, fuck and you, I Jason. I ruin it. <laughs> and I'm like, you're 14. You value nothing. <laughs> 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 yeah, fuck Jason. I'm on, I'm with your dad and friend. He got what he deserved. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on call waiting. Thanks, Robin. Okay, bye. bye. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. You know, I I I think I've told this story on maybe I didn't tell so I think I told this story, but I asked this kid out um that I was friends with in eighth grade and well first he's like uh he told me he didn't date fat girls which i guess we could do a whole topic on that that's besides the point and then he was like, and then he started dating my friend jill like three days later i have to tell you when you're a young teen that it's not, i mean i was upset that he called me fat but i was more upset that he then started dating my best friend that does hurt what was his name jason Okay. All right, guys, thank you so much, everyone, for calling in. If you want to know the topic every week, I say it on my Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. And then you can learn the topic and then you can call in because, as you see, I love talking to you guys. All right. So, security. Yes. So, you, as we, we've now have figured out, we don't do the news anymore, but you get to do an end segment. Yes. Okay, what do you have for us? So, I have this great idea. <laughs> Wait, last week, hold on, what was last week? Was that when, when you came up with the song that you were going to sing a TV show and I had a guess? Yes. Oh, no, last week no, was, you came up with... Story, yeah, the, the, the um, one, one what, were, they, were they a lie or were they truth about outdoor foods? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this idea, guys, you could always leave a review like on Apple or Spotify and feel free to say, can we cut the end segment? <laughs> <laughs> but these are good. Okay. In my head. Okay. So what's the, what's the end segment today? So I'm going to give, and you give to me like a one sentence, whether it's bad or funny synopsis of a book since we're back, we're back at school again, because it's September and school What does this is... have to do with the topic of the week? It's... <laughs> doesn't. Is this embarrassing for you? This is humiliating. Perfect. On a daily basis. Then this is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. Okay, wait, so you're going to say a book? Robin? Yeah. One quarter of a billion people <laughs> saw me in a really bad angle. So this, you'll take this, okay? Okay, okay. 
All right, so I'm going to give you... But I still don't get it. So you're going to give me a book and I'd say what book it is? One sentence, based on one sentence. You're going to describe a book and I'd say what it is. Yes, but it's going to be like a really funny, really bad... But it is the... Is there a theme to the book or is it any book ever? Any book. So how am I supposed to know every single book? Well, it's a book that you have read and books that we have read in school. I haven't read a book. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, go, go. Can I give one to you? Yes, and you can. Exactly. Okay. So how about like this? Um... A kid has a worst day ever, like it's really, really bad. I, I don't even know. What? Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Never read it. <laughs> okay, how about this one? Okay. I got one. Okay. A lot of fish. <laughs> a lot of fish? Yeah. Uh, Give up. <laughs> the, uh, Moby Dick. One fish, two fish. <laughs> but that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's it. Okay, okay, okay. This one you should get. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. A noseless wizard tries to kill a kid for seven years and fails. I, I don't know. It's Harry Potter. Wait, what did you say it again? A noseless wizard. That's the bad guy. In, yeah. Tries to kill a kid, Harry Potter, for seven years. This is and, the stupidest game ever. This is not a st- <laughs> I got, let me give you one. Yeah, okay. That's okay. the book we read in school. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? So stupid. Let's hear it. Okay. A bunch of friends take a train <laughs> from New York to San Diego at different times. And the train goes at different speeds. And then at the end, we figure out who got there first. I something about a train? Yeah. Give up? Yeah. A math textbook. <laughs> okay, that it? sounds good. Oh, I, you win this game. You win. You win. I don't want to win. This you is win. the dumbest you out of win. every segment we've ever done. <laughs> this is not dumb. This was pretty dumb. I'm sure everyone loved it. I'm, no, wait, this was so on topic. Because yeah. the, the topic is, oh my God, my family is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is the perfect way to end. All right, guys, thank you everyone who called in. Uh, make sure you're following me at Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shell Comics so you know every week where t- what the topic is. And if you want to come see me live, go to RobinShell.com. All right, guys. I- oh, we have another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Batches.